This is the Philadelphia 76ers postgame show. And it beat. Swats it off the glass. Ben Simmons, left-hand jab. He throws it down. Over to J.J. Three ball is good. Reddick drops it home. The Sixers postgame show right now on 97.5 The Fanatic. 76ers hang on to go perfect on the two-game homestand, 116-115 over the Orlando Magic. Brian Seltzer with you from Sixers.com here at the center. Let's join Brett Brown in progress. And Markel was a part of that. And then TJ coming back in, that was uh, part of my plan for that reason. Explain the J.J. Reddick show. Was that a, a play drawn up for J.J. to get up before three there? I mean, we, we live out of a look. You guys that sort of see us play a lot, there's probably, you know, four to six things we do out of a set. And, and we, we, when it gets down to crunch time and it's time to, you know, try to get a bucket and try, time to execute, we live in a world and we have for a while. And it came out of that. I mean, J.J. Redick was uh, our bell ringer tonight. I thought Joel was exceptional as well. But he, uh, we needed every bit of J.J. Redick tonight to, to find a way to get out of this building with a win. Coach in the second quarter, I think Joel had just hit his 20, was at 21 points, and I looked over, he, he kind of had the smirk on your face. It was almost like, it almost looked like, oh, you know, there he is going again. What, what was going through your mind? I think I remember the play you're talking about. Um, you know, when, when Ben goes out, you, you realize then that, that, that you're going to need some help from someplace else. And the first place you go, in my mind, is, is Joel. You know, like, we're going to need maybe more minutes, more. Um, I'm going to have to get him the ball more. You know, we knew J.J. was going to have to come in and take up some of that slack. And when you see Joel just, just, just that um, confident and playing with that type of spirit, you, you get excited. I think one of the things that has stood out for us as coaches when, we, when you, you drill down and you actually like watch the game and can look at it and rewind it and like study it and so on, we're blown away at how good he has been defensively, especially in regards to not taking plays off. It's hard to do that when you're a high-minute guy, a big-volume guy, minute-volume guy. He plays. He really competes. And uh, that play that you're talking about, as I remember it, those types of things... Uh, Come to my mind. Probably, um, you know, it's a bit premature, but on first glance, probably, probably. And uh, I, I, we have off tomorrow. Um, that would be a fine. We, 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 we have off tomorrow, and uh, we're back at 11 o'clock on Monday. And it's an appropriate day for us to have off. We got a big stuff coming up, as we all know. And we'll learn more about Ben, I think, after treatment tonight and seeing how he responds in the morning. 76ers head coach Brett Brown saying before we ended up carrying that portion of the press conference, he was asked right off the bat about Ben Simmons' injury, back tightness. Simmons left in the first quarter, did not return. This is Brett Brown's quote. I don't believe it's serious before adding... I'm just giving my opinion without any information from the team doctors. There could be an update later on tonight. But the 76ers beat the Orlando Magic 116-115. Game that featured a lot of swings. The Magic led by as many as 16 points. The Sixers came back to lead by 13 points. All of that was in the first half. Then things really tightened up in the third quarter. 
when the Magic outscored the Sixers by eight. The Sixers just enough to get by, staving off the Magic. There was that Terrence Ross. Obviously, the 40-footer, if you were listening from just beneath the timeline, was ridiculous, and you're thinking, oh, gosh, could this, like, could it really be that kind of night? Uh, it gave the Magic 112-110 lead with 40 seconds left, but it proved to be the night that belonged to J.J. Redick and Joel Embiid, the two of those players combining for 63, more than half of the 76ers' point total. Redick with 31, matching as high as a sixer, his eight three-pointers, matching as high as a sixer as well. Second highest three-point total in his career. Joel Embiid, his second straight 32-10 and 10 game for the second time in his career. Uh, he was really brilliant, especially in the second quarter. I thought it was Redick who got the Sixers jump-started back in the swing of things after they fell behind by 16 early on in the first quarter, and he trimmed the deficit to two going into the second. And then from there, Joel Embiid took over. At one point, he scored 13 straight for the 76ers, had 17 points in the second frame, and reached 21 points by halftime. Just dominant stuff from Joel Embiid. And as Tom pointed out very fittingly, it was Embiid who flipped the ball to Redick on the wing for that three-point shot on the move that put the Sixers in front by the score of 116-114 with 17 seconds to go, and that would prove to be enough. Sixers get the job done. They go perfect on the homestand. They're now above 500 2-1 on the year. 116-115, your final Sixers win at the center. Tom McGinnis is coming up. We'll play some of his highlights as well. It's the postgame show here on the Sixers Radio Network. 97.5, the Fanatic. 76ers edge the Orlando Magic 116-115. Brian Seltzer with you from Sixers.com down here at the center. Rejoined by the man who always calls a good one. This one was a victory tonight after that Terrence Ross three-pointer, Tom. It was not feeling good for the Sixers at 112-110 with about 40 seconds to go. But J.J. Redick had one more triple left in him. He and Joel Embiid were fantastic tonight. Oh, that was well guarded uh, on that far left perimeter, and they were really not letting Redick get any airspace whatsoever. But Joel got it. J.J. flared a little bit to that left wing, got free on the line, and and poured it in. And it was exciting the way that the whole crowd here in the lower bowl, over 20,300 fans on in total, uh, were up in anticipation and then reacted to that. That's what uh, live, you know, basketball in this setting is all about that was really exciting and you know coming in you would have thought oh the Sixers this ought to be an easy one that's just not the way it always works and in other words Orlando really wanted to play better after how they played at home last night and guess what from their perspective they feel like they let this game slip away Steve Clifford was livid after the game and for the Sixers as Joel Embiid uh, was able to explain to us they felt like it was a little too close down the stretch but really exciting and uh, in the end it's a win and uh, they got some tremendous performances. I thought without Ben Simmons, a lot of guys needed to step up. They did. Dario was rugged, consistent, and solid. Amir Johnson brought a lot of energy. Uh, Markel was okay in the game. Uh, not great, uh, but certainly did a, lo- a lot of good things. And B was really terrific, particularly with three threes in the first half. He made six consecutive field goals in the second quarter, leading to a 13 13- a run of 13 straight points for him. So all in all, an exciting night and a scintillating one-point victory for the Sixers. 17 three-pointers for the 76ers, matching a franchise record, 116-115. You said this at one point during the game, and I thought it was a great point. You know what? 
maybe the style points weren't necessarily there tonight, but like part of this whole thing with 82 games is there's going to be nights when you don't have your full complement and your complete arsenal of players, and you're still expected when you're a team like the Sixers level to get the job done, and they ended up doing that. They relied on a lot of different players to do that. Uh, Dario ha had his moments. The stats may not suggest that if you just look at the box score, uh, but it was nice to see him kind of get into a little bit of a rhythm. Right, absolutely. I thought early on he kind of was looking for that three ball, and uh, oftentimes a line drive three-point shooter tonight. He added some arc. He got two early. Uh, and that's where, like, sometimes Fultz is passing up shots, but he's, you know, he's swinging the ball to corners, and Dario got some looks, and he's just – he's so physical. And uh, Dario makes some plays sometimes that – where he had a tremendous defensive play on Gordon. Initially, I believe I, I called it a block. In other words, he blocked his shot. But it looked like he just was able to body up Aaron Gordon, and Gordon lost it on a key possession in, say, the last three minutes of the game. There was another instance down there where it looked like Dario kind of intertwined his arm into Gordon. They kind of both went down. It looked like it could have been a foul, and the Sixers got the ball. I mean, you know, Sharich is a winning player, and he does a lot of things that add up for your ball club, and uh, tonight he was part of the success. There's so much great that Joel Embiid does Impressive dunks like the one he had over Nick Vucevic in the second half. Um, we saw some great moves, obviously, on Mo Bamba. The luxury to have a guy that size step back and hit some jumpers, whether at the elbow or three. But how about someone who, in the guts of the game, can go to the free throw line and make his shots and then have the awareness to recognize when to get the ball? I mean, this is something he's been working on, but just get the ball out of his hand like Redick. I mean, th those were two things, free throws late and then that just finding Redick that was so big in this one. Absolutely. That and the one constant is his defensive presence. Right. Like, for example, you know, before Orlando, with four seconds to go, they, they brought it inside, and, and Joel's in there. And, and the Sixers did a great job after the Aaron Gordon miss on the free throw of freeing up the rebound. It ended up being a jump ball situation with Covington and Vucevic, and they won that, and that led to that side-out-of-bounds play that ended up concluding the game. But, no, you're right. Embiid is really showing that he is uh, versatile, and the Sixers needed offense from him early on, and he delivered there. But I'll tell you, Aaron Gordon – as brilliant as he is, he's had a career. He had a 41-point game last year. He, he was terrific at times here tonight. But there was a late situation where the Sixers were in a switch, and T.J. McConnell was on Gordon. And he backs him down, and you're thinking for the Sixers, boy, this does not bode well. And all of a sudden, he passes it when he was just three or four feet from the basket, and he has six or seven inches on T.J., and uh, certainly with that extraordinary leaping ability, you thought he would go up and at least get a close-range bank shot, but he passed it in traffic. That cost them. Uh, and then, you know, they had a tremendous performance by Fournier. But, uh, you know, Orlando, for them, they now they go to Boston. They've had a tough opening start uh, here in Philadelphia and then with the Celtics. But for the Sixers, now two tough road games at Detroit. They're a lot better. They have Blake Griffin now from training camp on. And then to Milwaukee, and Milwaukee's, I think, going to be a lot better with Mike Budenholzer this year. They got a win in their opener at Pfizer Forum yesterday. Uh, that's a late-night start, national TV, before the Sixers come back here to take a red-hot Charlotte team and Kemba Walker on Saturday at 7.30. Tom, talk to you from Motown. Thank you, Brian. Good night. Sixers over the Magic, the three-ball big J.J. Redick to Allen beat big 116-115, the final score. Final segment coming up with Tom McGinnis' calls next. It's the postgame show on the Sixers Radio Network. 97.5, The Fanatic. 
Sixers and the Orlando Magic second and final game of this brief homestand for the Sixers before setting out on the road for their first back-to-back -back early next week. Brian Seltzer with you from Sixers.com. Let's hit the hard news before we get to the highlights. And the hard news is what's going on with Ben Simmons. Brett Brown telling reporters in his post-game press conference, if you're just joining us, I don't believe it's serious. He's referring to the back tightness that forced Simmons out of the game in the first quarter, but then Brown added, I'm just giving my opinion without any information from the doctors. An official word is expected at some point, either later this evening or tomorrow. Uh, so that is the word that we got from Brett Brown about Ben Simmons back. But the Sixers able to get past Orlando anyway, and here is how it happened early on. The Magic, they got off to a great start. They only scored 10 points in the first quarter last night at home against Charlotte, only five baskets, but they were a different team, jumping out to a 16-point, 26-10 lead by the 5-minute, 15-second mark. Sixers got going thanks to J.J. Redick. Here's J.J. for three, and it's good. Redick with Iwundo all over him. And J.J. Redick with two threes. In a row for the Sixers. That cut their margin to five. Magic were up 30-25. Sixers trailed by just two. 32-30 going into the second thanks to another J.J. Redick three. And what do you know? That theme repeated itself once again, opening up the second quarter. Here's a lob to Joel, and he couldn't get it to go. Ball comes down to beat. He's surrounded by four members of Orlando. Gets it back with 10 to shoot, and he's one-on-one -on -one with Mobama, but I believe he used his dribble. Nope, he's double-teamed. He loses it. It's loose on the neck. He dies for it. Embiid from his backside throws it to Landry. Shamit, free ball. Not enough arc on it. It's tipped, and now it gets back out top to Redick. Again, the clock only at 10. These makes these. Here's a long shot by Redick. It's good, and the Sixers have taken the lead. First lead of the game at 33-32. to 32. Joel Embiid then started to take over. Middle of quarter number two, he was phenomenal tonight. Fultz again across midcourt. Here's Embiid with another three, and that's up and good again. Joel Embiid now three three-point field goals, and the Sixers lead by 11. 50-39, the 11-point margin would hold going into the half. The Sixers were up 63-52. Third quarter, things started to change a little bit. The Orlando Magic behind Nick Vucevic. They got into it, and Vucevic had a phenomenal triple-double game tonight. The Sixers were looking to go back to their guy without Simmons tonight to help stem the tie. Sixers with Joel, and B slams it on Vucevic. Get out of my way. From the left wing, he never really got separation until he got to the rim, and he basically says to Vucevic, this is where I'm going with it, and he throws it down. Bully ball, 101. Still an 11-point game, 82-71, to 71, but a three-point game, 89-86. The Sixers' margin trimmed down just like that going into the fourth. Joel Embiid still imposing his will. That was a regular thing throughout the night. 8-18 to go. Sixes by four with the ball into a beat. Goes around Bama and jams it. So that, you, know, you talk about defensively doing the early work, and that would be positioning. That time it beat, ducked into the lane, got Bama on his backside, got a great entry feed, and dunks the ball. 96-90 was the lead for the Sixers. The Magic would climb back into it. Terrence Ross hit a 40-foot three-pointer with 78 seconds to go to make it 112-110 Orlando. But then the Sixers got some free throws from Dario Scharch to tie it up. Joel Embiid hit one from the line to make it a one-point game, and that set up this, what proved to be a decisive play. Sixers with 20 seconds to go, down by a point. Redick and Embiid on the far wing. J.J. fires, three ball, it's good! He did it! J.J. Redick pours in a three, and the Sixers take the lead. Redick with eight triples in the game. Are you kidding me? 
116-114 with 17 seconds left. Magic would send Aaron Gordon to the line. He would go one for two. That made it a one-point game. Magic would get the ball back on a jump tie-up. But Terrence Ross, his three-pointer, missed in the final seconds. And the Sixers get out of Dodge with a dub. 116-115. Quick look. At the final numbers, Sixers shot 48% from the field, Orlando 45.5. Sixers match a franchise record with 17 threes. Orlando had 16. Sixers were outdone on the glass, minus three. They kept their turnovers down, only 10 committed, uh, and they also were uh, plus seven in points scored off of turnovers. Individual scoring notes, really good games from Evan Fournier, 31 points, and Nick Vucevic for the Magic. Vucevic, the former Sixer, with 27, 13, and 12 for his second career triple-double. For the Sixers, Joel Embiid led the way with 32 points, 10 rebounds, second time in his career he's had at least 30 points and 10 rebounds in consecutive games. And then J.J. Redick off the bench, he started the second half, but he had 31 points to match his highest total in now one-plus seasons with the 76ers, 8 of 13 from outside the arc. Just tremendous work by Embiid and J.J. in the game. Amir Johnson, good off the bench with 8. T.J. McConnell, another good presence off the bench as well. He had 8 points, 4 assists, and uh, he was uh, a guy who was thrust into extra duty tonight in the absence of Simmons, Markel Fultz. He had 8 points, 4 of 11 from the field, 7 assists, just 1 turnover. It was McConnell who finished out the game tonight. 2000, I beg your pardon, 2000. It was a little bit more than that. 20,300 sellout crowd at the center tonight as the Sixers improved to 2-1. and one. The Orlando Magic are now 1-2 and two on the season. So the Sixers will start a back-to-back on Tuesday. They'll visit the two newest venues in the NBA on this upcoming road trip. On Tuesday night, it's going to be at Detroit against Blake Griffin and company from Little Caesars Arena in downtown Motown. That's at 7 o'clock. And then the Sixers will visit Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Bucks on Wednesday for a 9.30 Eastern game on ESPN, and that's at Pfizer Forum, brand new place in downtown Milwaukee. Big thanks to everyone involved in tonight's broadcast. Carl Namoli and Pat Egan at the studio. Marty Dickerson here. And after the radio voice, the 76ers, Tom McGinnis, Brian Seltzer saying so long for now. One final time, the final score, 76ers 116, Orlando Magic 115. Have a great rest of your Saturday night from all of us here at the Sixers Radio Network. Following the Sixers win, Tom McGinnis had a chance to catch up with one of the players afterwards. And to be joining us, Joel, Tom McGinnis, thank you so much. Congratulations, exciting finish. What a win here tonight. Your thoughts in general with this one over the Magic? We had the lead down the first, and uh, they came back in. You know, we had to get one last stop, and that's what we did. And before that last possession, I told uh, Cub, you know, he was first team on defense, I was second, and uh, run up to defensive player of the year, so we had to get that stop, and we did. How about that pass that you fed J.J. Redick? That was his eighth three, and that ended up being the winning play offensively. Your thoughts at that end of the floor? Uh, he had it going, uh, and then I just did my job, you know. Under pressure, uh, I thought I didn't panic, and I did my job, and, uh, you know, I had to make the right pass. And uh, even if he didn't have the shot, uh, we had a continuity, uh, and then I could have had something, but, you know, it was hard all game, so I had to fit in. Joel, these wins, these battles come in all different forms, and this was really an exhilarating, exciting finish for you guys here tonight, right? Yes, sir. Uh, it shouldn't have been like that. Uh, I felt like we controlled the whole game, uh, except the first quarter, but we got back in the game, and we controlled it. So it should have never gotten to this point, but it did. And we did our job, and uh, we got the win. Now we're 2-1, and one, and we're on our way to 81-1. and one. <laughs> Joe, thank you very thank much. You. Congratulations.